This is a Federal News Network podcast. Some 3.7 million veterans lie interred in 138 cemeteries operated by the Veterans Affairs Department. Their markers give only names in the years bracketing their lives. But now the VA's National Cemetery Administration recently launched a project to give the deceased vets a new life online, where visitors can find out more about who they were. With How It All Works, the Veterans Legacy Program Manager, Dr. Bryce Carpenter. Dr. Carpenter, good to have you on. Good morning. Thank you, Tom. Tell us about this project. You have created basically a website with a file on all 3.7 million veterans? Yes, that's correct. Uh, so what we wanted to do was was extend memorialization into an arena where more and more Americans are, are spending more of their, their engaging uh, activity. And so while VA's NCA does manage 138 national cemeteries, and we, we're proud to say that we have a cemetery within 75 miles of 90% of Americans, that doesn't mean the cemetery with your veteran is right around the corner from you. So we wanted to extend that national memorialization experience into the digital sphere. And so that's the Veterans Legacy Memorial. It is a web-based platform so where every veteran in our system has their own personal memorialization page. And we have uh, several future state upgrades already in the works, but it's a large project. You know, we're talking about records for 3.7 million veterans. And I should say there's nothing of a private nature that's put online. It's just really what's on the stone. Uh, so you Visitors or family members, fellow veterans can go and they can find the, the page for the veteran they're looking for and use that to keep community, to spend time with the veteran's memory, and then pretty soon we'll be able to open up some interactivity so people can leave comments such as, thank you for your service, sir, or miss you, buddy, or, you know, Our, that pass we took in Manila will always be a seeker with me, or whatever they want to say with each other. Can people, say, family members, add information. You said that the only data on there is what's on the stone, but there's so much more about people. Is any of that available to be put online or can it be put there? That's a good question. And so we do have that technology available, but we're, we're, we're consulting with our close stakeholder communities, veteran service organizations and groups in the survivor community to, to make sure that we get this right so that we can give the next of kin the right kind of guardianship over the online digital memorial profile that really is fitting for uh, the national memorial space online. And so that feature will come out very soon. We're, and I can say right now we're just developing it with our stakeholders. I think a lot of people would want to know what branch they were in, what unit, what company, and maybe what battles they might have been part of. Oh, absolutely. So on the stones right now, um, there are eight fields of data uh, uh, for everybody. Uh, that's the last name, first name, year of birth, year of death, the branch of service, the last rank held. Um, and then if they received a decoration of a certain level, such as Silver Star or Medal of Honor, that's on there as well. Uh, and then often there's room for one or two lines uh, on the bottom that the families can choose to say something like beloved spouse or something like that. Um, but there is so much more, and uh, a lot of veterans come to us and they would like to learn more about veterans in units that they served in. You know, so if you served in the 82nd Airborne, you want to find where your other 82nd Airborne veterans are. Um, VA doesn't collect that information. We, we only ask information from veterans sufficient to determine benefits eligibility. And so information like that has to come from the families and the veteran community. And so with the Veterans Legacy Memorial, 
we'll be enabling the community to do that, to share that kind of information so that we can then do things that are, you see in other similar social media products. So I should emphasize this isn't a social media product, it's a memorial product. But the idea that we can use information submitted by the public to create a richer, more robust veteran profile online so that the stories become fuller, more personalized, and more engaging to the public so that you know, we can, sure. in effect, fulfill our statutory mission to memorialize veterans in perpetuity. We're speaking with Dr. Bryce Carpenter, program manager of the Veterans Legacy Project at the National Cemetery Administration. And can visitors use this database to find the particular location of a given veteran? Yes, yes. So the, the grave site, look, the cemetery and the grave site location uh, is also on, on the VLM as well, the Veterans Legacy Memorial. And one of our future state upgrades that we're planning uh, which won't be available probably for another year or possibly more, will be to include geospatial uh, capabilities such as, you know, geolocation, finding the exact point on the map where the gravesite is, and then also navigability and wayfinding to be able to lead to that. Uh, there's a lot of work that goes into that, even though we're all used to that because it's in all of our handheld devices, but uh, it'll take a bit of work, but it's, it's something that we're, we're pursuing actively. Because the Army has that for, Na- for uh, Arlington National Cemetery. Is that technology you could just borrow from them? It's not a question of the technology. It's a question of, of creating and organizing the data. Uh, and, and what I mean is the geospatial data. So we have to have teams go out to our cemeteries and take GPS data for every gravesite, and then also GPS data for the, the roads and pathways to get to those gravesites. So that all the technologies are relatively... Uh, simple at this point. What makes it a complex project is integrating these various technologies into something that's very VA specific. And in the end, that's what we wanted to provide, you know, something that was unique from other products, uh, whether in industry or from other agencies, something that uh, offered the security and neutrality of the VA brand so that the public knew that nothing nothing was going to happen to the veterans' data, uh, and, and that the experience online would be the same as the experience in the cemetery. And what did it take to get the data that you do have into the platform? Well, to be buried in a national cemetery, uh, families have to apply for the benefit because it is, in effect, a benefit offered by VA to eligible veterans, their spouses and dependents. And so in that process of applying for the benefits at what we call the, mo- the time of need, the time of passing, eligibility determinations are made quickly, usually same day, um, and then, uh, then they're in our system. And so we have a database that has, you know, records about all the veterans interred in our system across the 138 national cemeteries, but it's a database that was designed and implemented in 1994. And so this is some of the business success of the Veterans Legacy Memorial, the behind-the-scenes part. How could we take a legacy database uh, and repurpose it into an enhanced public engagement tool? which is what the Veterans Legacy Memorial has become. Got it. And so this database now is, or this website, is available to the public if they want to look at it, as well as to the people connected to the particular veteran. Absolutely. VA.gov slash remember. And there are a lot of veterans not in the 138 NCA cemeteries. Do you anticipate someday getting them also in there? That's a good question, and it's something that we're, we're being asked uh, with greater frequency these days since launching VLM. Uh, VA only has records about veterans who've applied for VA benefits. Um, and so 
in a variety of different future state scenarios, and we're considering everything because our mission is to memorialize veterans in perpetuity. Um, we then may look to adding veterans who are interred in state government and tribal government veteran cemeteries uh, and have received VA benefits. Uh, and then after that, maybe veterans who are interred in private cemeteries but have received uh, a headstone or some memorial benefit from VA. Yeah, because it's a big target. Ultimately, you've got something like 18, 19 million veterans alive now, plus all the ones that are deceased. This could go get very big over time. It could get very big very quickly. And then we look at other agencies, and, uh, and it's their decision if they want to share their data and include their veterans with the Veterans Legacy Memorial. But you know, the Department of the Army with Arlington National Cemetery, and then the National Park Service also manages 14 national cemeteries. Uh, and so we're certainly open to including those, and VA has records on veterans interred in those agency cemeteries because, again, those are VA benefits. VA pays for the burial in those cemeteries. And for the site, I guess you launched it in May. What has the uptake been? Do you have uh, statistics on traffic and so forth? Well, uh, when we launched it um, in May, we, it was, we called it a soft launch. We just put it out there and we shared the word with our stakeholders groups because it's a, it's a very ambitious project with a lot of technical challenges that were in place. So we wanted to see what we can manage in terms of uh, what kind of growth curve you know, for the users, the users uh, coming to the site. And the site has since proven itself to be absolutely stable. It's exceeding expectations. Uh, it's also fully resident in the cloud, uh, and it's VA's first public-facing website that's 100% cloud resident. It's got the highest level of data security and data privacy of any public-facing website. It represents the latest industry standard, uh, and it's been noticed and recognized by the Executive Office of the President and OMB as well as modeling this new approach to public-facing web-based services for the public. And so because we were really reaching far with this in a lot of ways, we wanted to make sure that everything was stable so we didn't put it out with a splash. And I should also say that at NCA, you know, we, we want to keep everything within a certain level of decorum. So now that we're satisfied with the stability of the product and that it's doing everything that we had intended it to do, we're sharing the word about it. And, uh, and so far the feedback we're getting is, is it's been wonderful. People are thrilled to be able to, to pull out their smartphones while they're on lunch break and then just look at their grandmother's gravesite and, and while they share a memory or something. Dr. Bryce Carpenter is program manager at the Veterans Legacy Project at the National Cemetery Administration. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you, Tom. We'll post this interview along with a link to the legacy at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand and on your device. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.